0: Welcome to the Messy Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Morris, life coach for artists and musicians. I will help you manage your schedule and your mind so you can create more and work less. Let's go. Hey, friends. Welcome to episode 14 of the Messy Magic Podcast. I'm so thrilled that you are back. It is a weird time in the U.S. right now. It's very exciting. It's also nerve-wracking. We just went through a week of not knowing who would be elected president. Now we know, and there's a lot of uncertainty ahead despite knowing now. I think maybe some of us thought that we would have a sense of calm once we knew, and, and there was a release, but there's still a lot that's unknown. And You may notice that my voice is a little deeper than normal. I just woke up, and usually I record these podcasts at least a day before they come out, but that was not the case this week. And not for lack of planning, um, but because I've had a challenging mental health week, and I think a lot of people have, and for a variety of reasons. Like, mine had really nothing to do with the election. It had to do with some other things in my life, that just ended up in my brain piling up. And normally, or at least for a while, I've been able to kind of break it down before it piles up so much. And that just didn't happen this time. And so when I was feeling a lot of things all at once, a lot of feelings all at once, and I was having a hard time kind of parsing through them and handling them, I couldn't really access that part of my brain to logically look at it and think about what I was feeling and have this overarching look at it. However, what I did do was allowed myself to just feel the feelings, to just let them happen, to feel uncomfortable, to have an acceptance of what is so that I could look at them and think about them and choose other ways of thinking and feeling when that was available. And so I let myself feel it. And today I woke up and I'm feeling a lot better. I'm able to handle it. I'm able to look at what I was feeling, why I was feeling that way. I'm able to make decisions for the future. I'm able to look at my calendar and not feel overwhelmed and despair at all of the things that I've missed or need to do still. I feel a a sense of calm. And I went live in the Messy Magic Friends Facebook group this week. If you're not in that group, um, you can join it. The link is in the show notes. It's a place to connect with other artists and musicians, to share what you're doing with other artists and musicians, to share tips, tools, all of those sorts of things, as well as I'm in there. I'm available to answer questions. I'm available for coaching. Um, I do trainings every once in a while. And one of those earlier this week was five questions to ask yourself in uncertain times. And I did that on election day as everyone was feeling so many things and overwhelm and just a lot of feelings all at once and worry and a lot of being outside of the moment, which is a lot of what happens when we're really in our feelings as we're outside of the moment. And it's normal. There's no problem with that. It just is how our brains work. Um, but I, I did this training and initially I was like, this is what, I also want for the podcast this week. And then I was like, well, now we know who the president is, so we don't need this podcast episode. But you know what? We all do. And that was evidenced by how I have been feeling, as well as I'm sure everyone is still feeling uncertain. Like I said, we know who the president's going to be, but we don't know what's going to happen between now and January. So there are still, there's still uncertainty, and there's always uncertainty in our lives. One thing that I mentioned when I did this training is we're still in a pandemic and there's still a lot of uncertainty about the future. And what is also true. And we, it's helpful to kind of bring ourselves back to, even though maybe we have resistance towards it is that things are always uncertain. We actually never know what's going to happen next. And a lot of uncomfortable feelings come from expecting something to happen next and it not happening and then feeling disappointed And that doesn't mean that we should never expect things or think of the future or anything like that, but I think that what I'm going to lay out for you today, the questions to ask yourself, will help you whenever you're feeling really uncertain in a way that is not helpful, in a way that you're feeling stuck, you're feeling nervous, you might be feeling panicked. If you can ask yourself these five questions, I think you will get to a state of calm. And that's what I've done with myself over the past couple days is... As each question has become more available to me, because when you're really in your feelings, sometimes it's like, yeah, I know how I'm feeling. Like your body's just physically resisting feeling any differently. And sometimes you just have to allow it to happen so that you can ask yourself these questions. So allow the feelings to happen. And if you're not quite ready for these questions, that is totally okay. Come back to this episode when you are ready. Come back to this episode anytime that you're feeling like you need to root yourself in the present and root yourself in your why and root yourself in a little bit of calm. So that's what I have for you today. And I am going to lay out these five questions. I have moved one of them around in the sequence because I realized that it is most important to ask it first and then we go through the rest of them. You can ask any of these questions anytime. These are just great questions to ask. Um, but I think if you're trying to get to a state of calm, asking these in succession will be very helpful. Okay, so question number one to ask yourself in uncertain times, am I safe right now? This is a great question to ask at all, any time. Any time that you're feeling outside of the present moment, or a sense of doom, or worry, or anything like that, it can be really helpful to say, am I safe right now? Because when we're feeling anxious, or worried, or things like that, our brain kind of goes into this space of thinking there's a lion in the room with us. Even if all it is, is an email that you're worried about. Like reading an email, or sending an email, your brain kind of reacts the same as if there was a lion in the room, ready to pounce on you. And that's what it kind of signals to your nervous system, which is causing all these feelings, is a lot of what happens. And so if you can remind your brain, hey, I'm actually safe right now. There's no lying in the room. Like, yes, I'm worried about this email, but it's not a a physical threat to my safety. Unless it is, and that's why we're moving this question first, is if there is an actual threat to your mental mental health, your physical health, anything of substance, uh, if you have any actual threat in this moment, you would want to ask yourself that first and then get the help that you need. And I know it's not always as easy as just, well, just go get the help, but that is the important first step. We cannot move on to any other questions unless you are safe in this moment. So make sure that if that is a no, if you're not safe, that that is an indication that there's help that is needed right now. And that is your only priority. However, if you are safe, that is something that you want to remind yourself is rooting yourself in this moment and your brain is going to want to say, well, what about tomorrow? But you just say, okay, but I am safe right now. Just bring yourself back to this exact moment. I am safe right now. That's all we need to focus on. That is the only thing we need to worry about is am I safe right now? The other work that's a little bit Deeper work is trusting yourself to handle anything that's coming ahead. But that would be work that you would do once you're in more of a neutral, calm state. So I wouldn't worry about that now. Just root yourself in the moment and remind yourself that you are safe in this moment. Okay, that's question number one. Question number two, how am I feeling? So you might know how you're feeling, but it is important to really digest each of the feelings that you are feeling and acknowledge them and allow them to happen. So maybe you were so in your feelings that you just let them all happen. And maybe it wasn't as cognizant of a process as saying, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling despair. Really naming the feelings gives us something to work with. So it is very helpful. And you might do this on a piece of paper or whatever works best for you. I like to physically write things out because it kind of helps my brain and body connect all of what I'm processing. But whatever works for you. But name each of the emotions that you're feeling. You might even feel joy. Maybe you're overwhelmingly feeling despair, but there's a piece of joy in there. Whatever you are feeling, name all of them until you get to the point where you're like, I I can't think of any other feeling that I'm feeling. I don't notice any, any other vibrations in my body. And I also want to mention that identify these without judgment. There's no judgment for any of the feelings that you're feeling. Your feelings are always valid. They're just what you're feeling. They are what they are. And yes, we can shift what we're thinking about, and it can shift your feelings. But when you're so in them, that's not helpful. (laughs) So we want to identify the feelings first and just say, these just are what I'm feeling. Let's just name them and acknowledge that they are here. There's no judgment about why I'm feeling this way. We're not there yet. We're just noticing. Because also, if you're not naming them and you're avoiding them, what you resist persists. Be honest, I'm not sure who first said that. Maybe it's just a thing that people say. But what you resist persists. And if you're resisting a feeling, if you're resisting feeling uncomfortable or sad or any of these things, if you're resisting it, it's not allow you're not allowing it to process in your body, and so it's going to stay there until you do. Now there's a difference between compartmentalizing, like if you're at work and you're feeling really sad and you're not ready to cry quite yet. There's a difference between saying, I'm going to handle this emotion, but in this moment it does not make the most sense. I wouldn't really call that resisting. That's just compartmentalizing. And I wouldn't suggest doing that all of the time. But, you know, with, with context, that can be fine. But if you're just sitting at home and you have the space to process and you're resisting it simply because you think I shouldn't feel this way or this is a bad feeling or I don't want to handle this, just allow it for a moment. Acknowledge it. Let it be what it is. A lot of times that might even be the only thing you need to do to move forward. You might not even need the rest of the questions, though I'd still suggest going through them. But sometimes just allowing the feeling to live there in a moment can let it process. And you're like, oh, I just needed to let it happen. That has happened to me many times. So I'll say that. Just allow it there. And no, your brain might say, well, if we let it happen, then we're going to have to do something about it. So just remind your brain, similar to saying I'm safe in this moment, we don't need to do anything about it right now. We're just acknowledging it. I don't have to change anything in my life. I don't have to make any decisions. I don't have to tell anybody how I'm feeling. I'm just letting the vibrations happen. I'm Just allowing. Just acknowledge. So, Okay, that's question number two. Question number three is why. And get really specific. So ask yourself, why am I feeling each of these feelings? And you'll want to go through each of them. If you have a lot of them and you're like, where do I even begin? You can start with the first one you wrote, or you can start with the one that feels the most prominent in your body. Either way is totally fine. You can pick a random one. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. But pick one of them and keep going through them until you have processed all of them. And you don't have to do this in one sitting. You don't have to do this in one day. This can be a process, but at least start with one. And say, why am I feeling that way? What is it really? So an example that I gave earlier in the week is if you're feeling, if you were feeling despair about the election and you say, why? Oh, because it's an election. We don't know who's president yet. Okay. Why is that making you feel despair? Get real, like, keep asking why. Why? Until you get to the thought that immediately elicits that feeling in your body. And you're like, oh, that one's it. You'll know when you get to the one that is the root cause. you'll, You'll feel it in your body. But just keep asking why until it becomes very, very clear exactly what is causing the feeling. Because yes, it could be true. Yes, it is the election and not knowing who president is but what consequence does that have? Like what are the consequences of the thing that you're thinking of that's making you feel this way? Just keep asking why and do this for each of the feelings. So you have all this information in front of you. So, you know, a lot of times again, sometimes just knowing what the feeling is will really create a sense of calm because it just allows the feeling to happen. And that's really all that you needed in that moment. Sometimes, Once you know what the feeling is and you know why you're feeling it, that can be enough information for you to just be like, oh, I feel so much better. I just didn't realize that this was what I was worried about. So it could just be that those three questions, am I safe right now? How am I feeling? Why? Could be enough to get you to a calm state. That's wonderful. Do what you need to do. Trust yourself. But this is a great question to ask all anytime because a lot of feelings really fester on vague thoughts. So we worry about getting that email. Why? What are you worried will happen with that email? What are you worried it will say? If it says that, what are you worried about? What, what will happen then? Why are you worried about that? the more vague you are, the easier it is to stay worried about something. But the clearer you can get with it, then you can say, oh, okay, either that actually isn't a worry of mine, I just, it's just been festering, or I know exactly what I would do if that happened. I can absolutely handle that, that's within my wheelhouse, or, you know, like, I know exactly who I would ask for help, like, now I know what I can do about it. But if you don't know what the thing is then it's very hard to handle. You know, it's like if you, if a toddler is crying and you ask them what's wrong and they say something that makes no sense or is very vague and you're just like, I don't know how to help you. It's very similar to your own brain. Of, It's very hard to handle the emotions and the thoughts when we don't know exactly what they are. And it's okay to not know. There's no problem with that. But once you are ready to change what's happening and how you're feeling and the results you're getting from feeling that way, if you're feeling really stuck, you might not want to stay stuck forever. But you might want to feel that feeling for a little while and let yourself just feel it. And then when you're ready, you can say, okay, let's get specific. Let's figure out what's going on. Let's handle this. Okay. So that's question number three. Question number 4 is do I need to set any boundaries? So once you know what the thing is that's causing the feelings that you're having and you know that you're safe, you might know that there was something that triggered this feeling, this thought, whatever the situation is that's happening. Maybe you were on the news and it was too many hours of watching the news or Maybe social media was just throwing so many emotions and thoughts and things your way that that was just too much and it caused all of this. Or maybe someone you know texted you and that's what really set off all of these emotions and thoughts and things like that. So maybe you need to tell your friends, hey, I I need you to not text me about this specific thing right now or hey, I'm not going to be able to respond to you for a bit. Maybe you need to set a social media break or set your own uh, guidelines to how you interact with social media. Maybe you need to set hours for the news or you just shut it off for a period of time. But acknowledge what it is that would be really helpful for you to move through this time with more calm. There's no need to engage in things for the sake of engaging in things. Get yourself to a space of neutral and calm, and then you can reassess the boundaries that you've set in order to get to that place. But just acknowledge for yourself, and it could be a personal boundary, like I said, like how you're interacting with social media or the news. It could be a boundary with another person. It could be a boundary with your dog. Had to set some of those this week. Just identify if there is some sort of problem, perhaps with some sort of consumption, You know, maybe you're, you're eating a lot of sugar or drinking too much coffee, something that you know in your body doesn't feel quite right and there's nothing wrong with any amount of sugar. There's nothing wrong with any amount of coffee. It's just if you don't physically feel good and you, and it feels like that might be triggering something, that would be something to acknowledge and say, maybe I need to, you know, cut down the coffee for a couple days or something like that or have a little bit less sugar and just see if that kind of helps my mental state. So just to acknowledge. And then question number five is who do I want to be regardless of the outcome? So whatever you're feeling uncertain about, whatever you're worried about, whatever is going on right now that you might not have an answer to, who do I want to be regardless of what happens? What are the things that I have control over in my life, in this situation? And what do I want to do about that? So like with the election, it doesn't mean that it doesn't matter who wins. It does, but regardless of who wins, regardless of what happens in the next two months, regardless of whatever, who do I want to be? There's work that's going to need to be done regardless. So who do you want to be in the process? It could be the same if you're worried about an email, regardless of what this email says or what the consequences of it are. Who do I want to be? You are the solution in any of these situations, meaning you control you. So what do you want to do with that control? You can't control the unknowns. You can't control other people. And I know that sucks, (laughs) but it's the truth, but you can't control you. So what are you going to do with that? What do you have control over and how do you want to handle that? And sometimes it's also helpful to acknowledge what is outside of my control. Just for the awareness of that is actually outside of my control So it's not useful to worry about it at all because I can't do anything about it. However, I do have control over this thing. So that's where I'm going to put my focus. And knowing this is just really helpful for moving forward in any time of your life. Who do I want to be? Regardless of anything. You know, when we're thinking about the pandemic and how that affects us all. We have no idea when live shows will be back, when in-person events will happen again. All of these things that we don't have any control over at this point, aside from keeping each other safe and following guidelines and all of those sorts of things, the things within your control, there's a lot outside of your control. Who do you want to be regardless of the opportunities available for you? Do you still want to be writing music? What is within your control in regards to playing music or making art or anything like that? Who do you want to be independent of having to be in person with other people? That is a really helpful focus for moving forward. Who do I want to be? Okay, friends. So a recap of the five questions. Am I safe right now? How am I feeling? Why? Do I need to set any boundaries? And who do I want to be regardless of the outcome? I hope that these were helpful for you. They were really helpful for me. And I have found them helpful with my clients as well. I am sending love to you all. We have work to do. And I know that if we focus on it, we can do that. I will see you all next week. Bye. If you liked this podcast, you'll love working with me. Your art, your music could change the world. So what are you waiting for? The link to chat with me is in the show notes. So head there and let's get going. All right. I'll see you next week on the Messy Magic Podcast. Bye.